So welcome, 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 so welcome to No Stupid, stupid Questions. Question. Hello, stupid everybody. This week's welcome, welcome, folks. Welcome. It's for real. It's for real. With T-Leak like, and Jack. Rah, rah, like a dungeon dragon. What's up? No, no <laughs> specific <laughs> order. I love No <laughs> Stupid <laughs> Questions show. Can we curse on the show? Do whatever it's we feel. Okay. Time is a question for today. No. Rah, rah, like All right. Stupid. So, question. No stupid questions. No stupid questions. Welcome to this episode. Of <laughs> My first question is, who are you? No stupid questions. <laughs> Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Jag, and I have T Leak in the house. How you doing, <laughs> yes, T Leak? Yes, you do, and I'm I'm doing all right. I'm doing all good. right for a Thursday evening. Good, good, good. So you know, this is another episode of the No Stupid Question Show, the show where you have two smart people and one stupid question, hmm. or so we thought. So T Leak, we we're doing our election series here. <laughs> yes. So um, what you got for me today? Well, I think it's it's hot on everyone's mind. This came to me based on a radio show I was listening to. A caller called in and said that a friend of hers, she found out at 60 years of age, had never voted. And she said she didn't know how Wait. she... <laughs> Wait a minute. This is an American? Yes. So they didn't come from... And, and they've known each other about 15 years. And, okay. Uh, Anyway, and they weren't I'm, in a coma I'm for 40 here. years or anything. Like that. <laughs> that was not discussed. She okay. was so suffice it to say that it was unclear to her whether or not the friendship should continue. So I asked myself, and I'm asking you and our audience can you be friends with somebody who doesn't vote? Ooh. <sighs> so I'm going to have to give you my off the cuff answer and, you know, my emotions kind of I had a I had a I had a visceral reaction to that question my answer was no I cannot be friends <laughs> with somebody that doesn't vote and I think that's changed as of recently but you know I really feel like I can't be friends with somebody who doesn't vote no it's interesting that you say that and I think it's it's interesting because I, I agree with you that I think it has changed, is changing. And I think this, this, the caller that I referred to, I believe she said they'd been friends for 10 or 15 years. And obviously had never had this conversation before because the woman has never voted. I don't even, I didn't know if she was registered. She didn't say she was registered, but she knows she said she's never voted in 60 years of life. Why, why so be registered? Out of, out of, <laughs> Out of 42 years of eligibility, she has not chosen to, to do anything. And I think that the conversation probably came up as opposed to the last 10 or 15 years because of the, the feelings that a lot of people have with this coming election in particular. So I do think that things are changing and may be different for people answering this question now as opposed to at any other time before which says something about the time that we're in. True, true. So I'm doing all this to procrastinate on my answer because I have people close to me that are, they have voted. Okay. But they have really large doubts. Did it out, did it out. <laughs> 
<laughs> about the election system, their, how the votes are counted, and whether or not their vote counts in the grand scheme of things. Okay, well, I, you know, I can understand having questions. I mean, it's a, you know, if you live through the Chad incident, the hanging Chads in Florida, if you live through, uh, you're in Georgia, so y'all had a contested gubernatorial race in which it was questionable whether or not people's votes actually got in the, the, the last tally. Um, so I, I can understand having questions. And I think you should have questions and you should go further and get involved and understand and, and actually make sure on more than just a bystander level that your votes are counted. I can understand that. Well, and, and what's interesting about these situations that you just mentioned, and, and, and even when we talk about, you know, I mean, we talked about this on the last show a bit, but the concept of, you know, the presidential elections, right? The every four years, big right. elections versus some of the, the off years, which I hate to say that because they should all be at the same level of importance for everyone because there's uh, things that affect you either right. way. Right. The election, the last presidential election was decided with very few votes. And so when you choose to, in, in that climate, when you choose to not vote, you have to understand. And, and actually, I, what was, I was watching something and they were talking about, oh, I, Carly Fiorina was talking. I think it was prior to um, the vice presidential debate. And she said, and I'm, I'm adding, I add this to the beginning, like it or not, because this has actually come up with some of the people that I, that I know that have these challenges. We are in a binary system. Not someplace we want to be in terms of the parties. So when you choose to not pick one or the other, you ultimately are <laughs> making a choice to go with the people that do come out and vote. So when you start to understand that, you cannot say that your vote doesn't count. When you look at the numbers, you can't say that you and probably, I mean, the, the numbers say that there, that many people could certainly have these misgivings and be the ones to not vote, but their lack of voting did have an effect. So if you think your lack of voting <laughs> has an effect, or if you think your lack of voting doesn't have an effect, then you're wrong about that. So imagine what your actual vote could do. So. No, this, this is, this is um, I don't know. I, I feel some kind of way about this, this whole topic. Um, That's why you can't be friends with, because you wouldn't know what to say, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling some kind of, and, and you know, I, I know I have friends who have expressed those same concerns about the, um, the effect of their vote. Um, hopefully they vote and are concerned about the effect. Hopefully that doesn't mean they don't vote because they're worried about the effect. But let me go back to some of the things you said. Um, and put a pin in, I want to go back to, so you don't know if they voted. So you haven't had that conversation. So we'll come back to that, but go back to Well, my... I don't know if they voted in every election. Let me, let me, um, 
you know, we, we might have to put a pin, a whole bunch of pins. In the <laughs> but you talked about um, y- y'all's current president, Trump, won. The number is 77,744 votes in three states. That's how he is sitting in the White House because of 77,744 votes in three states. In states that had, I'm sorry, the three states, what are their populations? Well, I don't have that number in front of me, but I can tell you one of those states was Michigan. And if one extra person voted in every precinct in Michigan. Wow, that's saying a lot. One extra Democrat voted in every precinct in Michigan. President Trump would not be sitting in the White House. I, you know, there were 136 million votes cast and it came down to those 77,744. But I have one better than that. George W., I think it was George W., I get those Georges mixed up sometimes, beat Al Gore by 537 votes in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Six million votes cast, 537 votes was the difference between those years we had with George W. and we could have had with Al Gore. And I, I, I hate to go to this because I know there's been a lot of controversy. And, and you know, you, the Atlanta race you mentioned, um, or the gubernatorial, the Georgia race, I shouldn't say, Atlanta race. Um, but the Florida gubernatorial race was equally, you I think it was, it was you actually. Don't, you don't want to talk about that one? Because then we had to talk about what would have happened if Gilman was was governor. It might have saved a life and a family. Who knows? Let's move off of that. Okay, okay. But since you mentioned Atlanta, let's talk about Atlanta. Let's talk about Atlanta. 2017, you got a new mayor in Atlanta. The the election was in 2017. Mm -hmm. She won by 832 votes. Mm Mm-hmm. I knew it was close. I actually didn't know it was that close. So, you know, when people talk about their vote not count, and, and, you know, I, for some reason, looked up a whole bunch of races, and it's not, those aren't the only races. Of course, of course. um, Many, many races decided by one vote, two votes, three votes. So you don't know when you go pull the lever or whatever you do in your state, but your vote could be the deciding vote. In, in any one of these elections. But, but bigger than that, the, the democracy is supposed, to be, it's supposed to be the will of the majority. Um, but when we don't vote, it becomes the will of the minority. And you have special interest groups. You have friends of Donald Trump who end up controlling the, company, the country for a period of time because the will of the majority was never known because people didn't exercise their right to vote. Mm-hmm. Um, I have so many issues to tackle here. I'm not sure where to go. <laughs> well, I, 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 I'd like to go back to the other point that I made, which I think we, we tend to glaze over and just make an assumption about it. And, and, it, and you know, again, this could be another pin, but I started out with Carly's comment about the fact that we're in a binary system. Mm-hmm. And she went on to say, um, and I'm not, you know, uh, again, 
but I thought that she was very, very on point with this. She went on to say that this was not what the framers intended. This sort of Republican Democrats running the show. So really, they give you, and, and that's what I know a lot of the folks that I have talked to are concerned with, is it's like, you know, one, the assumption that Black folks always vote Democratic, Mm-hmm. Um, which is not true because I have people in my family who are Republican and they're, and they are black. <laughs> um, and, and two that, you know, if you don't like the two choices, you, you kind of ass out. And, and that is a problem. There is no doubt about the fact that that is one of the biggest problems we have. And, and Carly went on to quote, um, Washington and Jefferson in terms of their concerns that, the parties would eventually become about winning and not about people, right? She said, we pledge allegiance to the flag, not to the Republican party or the Democratic party, and we should not be. And I was just looking at another article that was talking about how, based on your party, and I'm not gonna go into which one, they tend to shift less. They tend to be more blind loyalty to that party. And that is what is dangerous. And that is what gets us to this point where we are so polarized because it's not about what's best for the country. It's about winning and saying we're on top. We've got the House and the Senate. We've got the presidency. We've got the, the, the justices are mostly Republican. And it, it, it's, it, it, that is a huge problem. And that is what, I, I, the conversations I've had with people who are asking if their vote matters, uh, they, and and I, and so I can, like you, I see that, you know, I see that problem and I understand why they have this hesitancy. But I will say again, I do think that things in this environment are changed. And I would have said, I have those friends. Now I'm, I'm looking (laughs) a little aside at those friends like this time i'm gonna need you to you know i know you don't like the rules of this game but guess what you're a team you're on my team and i need you to play it doesn't mean you gotta bat a certain way or pitch a certain way or catch a certain way but i need you to play yeah yeah i hear you so and 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 i guess the question could be nuanced i mean some people may say it doesn't matter because no matter who you choose in, you know, the Democrat or the Republican, um, you still get screwed. Some people yes. can say that. Yes. Uh, and they do. <laughs> and um, I guess my answer to that is life is always about choices and you always have to do what you think is best for you. Um, and if you have to choose between two evils, you need to choose the evil that you think you can, deal with the, the easiest. Um, I, I guess I don't understand the concept of, oh, uh, I got to choose between two devils, so I'm not going to choose. Yeah. Uh, let me let me choose the devil I may be able to negotiate with or I may be able to, to survive with until I can get another person that's better. Because you're going to get a devil. If so if you have, devil, if, if you're saying that the two choices you have, when you decline, it's not like that's an option to not have a devil. Right. You're going to have one. Right. So you got to pick. It's, it, you know what? This is like those, you know, you have those questions like uh, the would you rather questions and people are right. like neither. Right. And you're like, 
okay, I know it's a theoretical. This is not theoretical. Right. This is, would you rather have, it's, it's Trump or Biden. No one else is going to win. Let's let be honest. There will be no one else inside of the White House. So you need to make a choice. If you do not, like you said, you have given in to whoever will. Right. And whatever they say, that's kind of what you're going to go with. Right. So, you know, even in yoga, which I'm studying now, it is about action. Inaction, even so, even in meditation, right? And you're supposed to have no thoughts, and that in itself is considered an action. So there is never this concept of inaction. And so we have to understand that even by thinking that we're not acting, we are acting. We have taken that choice, and that's the action that we're taking. And so to not understand that, it is difficult to have these conversations, which is why when we become, like you said, so passionate about it at this moment in time, it's, it's really difficult when someone just kind of keeps sort of fighting you and, and you keep having these sort of conceptual disagreements because ultimately that's what it comes down to. And, and how can you not feel the, the, the significance of that at, at this time? Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, and, and it, I guess it makes it worse during this election cycle because the battle lines seem so clear in this one. Um, you know, there have been times where I, it has been hard for me to understand who was going to be best or have my best interest at hand. At, at, at hand. Um, but I guess this time I don't see any question. Um, and I don't I know. Last time you didn't give away your vote, so don't give it away. I'm still not I, giving I did. it away. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'm still not giving it away. So if, 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 if people can't figure it out, they can't figure it out. But, and, sure. and that's... That's not important. What is important is for people to figure it out for themselves. Agreed. Agreed. But your friends will know. <laughs> and probably my enemies will know too. <laughs> so this, I mean, this seems like an easy so, one. Well, let's, let's, but let's go, let's go back to, okay. So let's, let's say we do both agree. Cause I, I, I am to your point, it's changing for me. I, I mentioned that I have uh, a few, people close to me that have struggled with this and have, and have, cho- and I have done that chosen not to vote. And, and this time it's, it's a hard pill for me to swallow, to, to, to understand how they don't understand um, the magnitude of, of taking that action of inaction. Um, but I do think that to where I was headed with you before with your friends and not knowing which elections they voted in. And we don't, and then I don't know, maybe I'm speaking as a black person and a lot of people though, I will say black or otherwise are risk averse, not risk averse. I shouldn't say that. Um, Conflict averse and, or the risk of conflict. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so you know, if they have a, an inkling, then they're not going to have this conversation. 
And even if you start this conversation and you get the, ah, and I think, you know, again, I mentioned this in our, our last uh, of this series on the, on voting, you know, it's, it's, I don't like people trying to convert me and I'm not a conversion person, you know, Hey, I believe what I believe. You believe what you believe and God bless you. And I, I stand by that. Um, so those kinds of conversations where you feel like you're almost trying to influence someone can be difficult. And I think I just want to acknowledge that with the audience. And I, I wanted to, I guess, get your thoughts on, you know, have you had these types of conversations? Are you so upfront with where you are that it's like, hey, you're not going to ask your friends about it because they know where you are. So like, what do you think that that is for you in not even really because because this question comes up because i think people are more sensitive to it right now right so you, you know you're asking me personally you're asking jag personally and for most people that know me um i grew up in a political family um my mother has been an elected official for let me get this right mm. since 1983. wow um so I have participated intimately in election cycles for 30, 35 years. Um, well, 78, as, as I said on one of the shows, was the first time I remember canvassing, going out, knocking on doors, asking people to vote. So for most people that know me, um, they're not gonna ask me if I'm voting or cause they, cause they know that's, that's a given. Um, now, flipping the other, other way around, do I raise the issue with, with people? Um, I, I think I do. I think personally, this is important enough for me that if you're a friend of mine or if you're associated with me in any way, it's going to come up one way or the other about voting. And if you, not if you vote, I'm going to assume you vote, but. Um, how do you, how do you have that conversation? Just for people who haven't had that conversation maybe now do how do you well, our conversation usually gets to who are you supporting in what races and how are you supporting them and i don't mean on the national level i mean on local races as well so it, it gets to who are you writing checks to to help them win um when races are you know have you have you been to a meet and greet for the state rep that's running in in such and such district so I, I would say on, from that standpoint, I'm kind of front and center on where I believe our role is in the political process. So if you, if you go into it talking about a specific candidate. Yep. Does that sway your, does that sway your, so I'm, you know, haven't been to the meet and greet for that person. I, you know, not really feeling that person. So where you and I, where you and I may differ is I don't have a problem trying to convince people <laughs> <laughs> that they're doing something right or wrong. Uh, and I don't mind them challenging me on whether or not I'm doing something right or wrong. I kind of enjoy those conversations. Um, so, you know, that's where you, Jag and T League may differ a little bit. Um, no, hold on, hold on. What we talked about last time, so I'm glad you said that because I want to be clear, what we talked about last time were the parties that I had. And one of the rules of the parties was it was not about convincing someone. Okay. It was about being open 
to okay so why are you not feeling that person okay and if it's just uh, you know i see him and I, or see her and i don't you you we talked about this you got to be informed so right. you gotta have a good reason again going back to this whole thing of inaction is action you not figuring it out is you deciding to cast an ignorant vote let's just be totally honest right right a vote that is you you know just puts cross putting your blindfold on and and pointing at it whatever you know you can point at first and that is not that's not sound so so you know i think just to to clarify you know when when i ask the question you know can someone who's not your friend not vote they don't and and i i still feel this way you don't have to vote the same way and i think you mentioned this earlier mm -hmm. you don't have to vote the same way you don't have to support the same people i do you don't have to and i'm not i'm not that's definitely something that i won't do is i won't convince you but i will certainly inquire and that's how i've had these conversations with the people that are close to me about whether or not they um vote because i've asked them just seriously like why don't you vote and they've told me and and like i said there are certain things that i'm like i get it and let me just say this one thing and that's what that's how i usually put it is i'll say that one thing but you know everybody's grown gotta make your own decisions gotta do um and and i've 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 that's where i've been with people but i have to say now that has changed where it's like that doesn't that doesn't fly anymore and i don't know you know, I know some people that's been where they've been to date. And so, and it, or, or they've been even behind that, which is that they haven't even had that conversation. So now they do want to have that first conversation, the first level that I've had. That's, that's what I'm saying. So I don't have a problem talking to people in an open way. I do not believe in evangelizing one person or another. Um, and that's probably why I'm fine with saying how I feel and about who I'm for and all that stuff, because yeah, it is, it is, it is a simple fact and it's my feeling. Yep. I'm not going to try to convince you. It's not, that's, I, I'm just, if you ask me a question, I'm going to give you an answer. So I'm, I'm about to try to convince you of something. Oh, I think you ought to consider changing that. Oh, because if we're going to move this society in the right direction, Oh Lord, he brought the society into it. The community or your neighborhood or your block. Hopefully you will find a candidate that you want to advocate for. Hopefully you may be in the position where you may want to recruit people to run for certain things. If you're going to do that, you're then going to have to recruit people to be on their, that person's team. So the next step after voting. Okay. I like it. The next step is finding people to support or maybe even becoming a candidate yourself. I'm not saying that's for everybody. <laughs> I'm not saying becoming a candidate is for everybody. But I do uh, think it's important that we participate in the process at the highest level, which means supporting candidates, recruiting candidates, being the infrastructure for people who do rise up through the ranks. President Obama started off not as the president, not as the senator. He started off in a, in a small state race. You could be supporting the next person to be sitting in the White House in 12 years. 
All right, so we talked about <laughs> pins. And this definitely feels like a to be continued. Okay. And, and the reason I say that is because, and we mentioned this on the last, and I know we've been talking about the last podcast, so y'all need to listen to it if you haven't already. That's right. The vote is one piece of the puzzle. Your vote, my vote, is one piece of the puzzle. And what we need to talk about is what happens next, okay? And make that easy and accessible for people because I do think that some of the things we talked about on the last one, the way in which we get information, and I hope if you guys listen to the show that you provide resources that you have that others might be able to take advantage of to be well-informed, to vote, to make sure that they vote. I'm going to tell you, frankly, I have a call to make tomorrow because I, you know, sent in my application for vote by mail for Georgia and I haven't received it yet. It says it was mailed out on the 20th of September. Mm. So I got to start, Georgia. I got to start pursuing that. Exactly. So focus for now on that and focus on getting your friends to have the conversation with you and stay tuned with us. Listen to the last episode if you haven't already. That's right. <laughs> and and stay tuned for the next episode because we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk about what's gonna happen next. Because as we get closer to this election, y'all get all your stuff sorted out, so you're ready to vote, and I do too, and I'm gonna keep you posted. By the next show, I might have cast my vote. Okay. Well, I hope I, I hope I have too. In fact, October 12th starts early voting, and that's the reason that's why right. I was like, well, at this point. And, and I need to know my options there. So anyway, I say that to say, get that, get that stuff handled. Get that stuff handled this week and hang out with us. We'll be in for at least one more in this series to talk about, is there something beyond the vote? Okay. So is that a wrap? No stupid questions. No stupid questions. You can ask any question that you want or don't ask no stupid ass questions. <laughs>